I'm Steve McIntosh, and our guest is Major Nancy Powers with the South Central Area Salvation Army. Welcome to Issues 2021, Major Powers. Nice to have you with us. Well, thank you for inviting me. What is, what's the geographic area that's served by the Salvation Army in South Central? We cover both Sedgwick and Butler counties. The two, the two counties, okay. Let me ask you a little bit about your background. I know that uh, Salvation Army uh, has married people teaming up, so you and your husband are taking the job here in Wichita then, huh? All Salvation Army officers that are married uh, take their appointments together. All right, so uh, how long have you been in Wichita? Well, we've only been in Wichita since July, but we've been Salvation Army officers since 2001. Okay, and are you, you're originally from where? Originally, I'm from Pennsylvania. Okay. Well, it's uh, good to have you with us this morning. We're going to talk about some uh, several things regarding the Salvation Army. Busy, busy time of the year for you at the Salvation Army. We associate, at least many of us, uh, associate the Salvation Army with Christmas and the Red Kettles. Now, how has the Red Kettle effort been modified? How's it doing over the years? Well, the Red Kettle, uh, you might know us by our silver bells. Uh, certainly, we've been around a long time, but uh, COVID has made it a little more interesting and a little more challenging, but we're still out there. We have modified. We now have a QR code at all of our kettles so that folks that need to pay online, don't want to handle cash, don't want to get too close to a kettle, can simply use their phone and donate with a QR code. We also have ways to donate online. There is, uh, we accept Google Pay, Apple Pay, all of the different online options as well. So folks don't need to carry cash and they don't need to come up to the kettle. But I am happy to tell you, we still do love that American currency. <laughs> You're taking U.S. currency. That's good to know. Uh, so are we still ringing the, the bell at the Red Kettle Zoo physically? We are physically out there ringing. Uh, I will tell you that it's been more and more difficult uh, these past couple years to get bell ringers both paid bell ringers and volunteer bell ringers. Uh, that's probably our number one challenge during this Christmas season is getting bell ringers. All right. We want to talk uh, about the, the great way Salvation Army is helping in the community here at the holidays. And you, your biggest probably the kettles and, and the angel tree. Tell me, about, tell me about the angel tree. Well, let me just say that the Salvation Army is the vehicle in which the good people of Sedgwick and Butler County help their neighbors. The Salvation Army is very honored to be that vehicle. Angel Tree this year, we just did our distribution last Thursday and Friday. We were able to provide toys and uh, food vouchers for uh, 3,000 families, which translates to almost 9,000 children, which is amazing. And what is more amazing is that that means people in Sedgwick County actually adopted almost 9,000 children, and they bought toys for them, 
and they brought them in, and we were able to make sure that all the children in one family were put in a bag together, and families got a food voucher, and they were taken care of for Christmas. And that's a great idea. And these uh, folks who received those, they, they signed up with you and so, so that you knew expe- specifically uh, where, what they were going to pick up and what they were going to provide, right? Right. And that's what's beautiful about uh, this Salvation Army. Oftentimes when there are so many uh, folks in need, it's easier to do like a toy store and let uh, parents choose from you know what's been donated. But here in Wichita, the staff and the volunteers are really committed that children should get what their hearts desire. And so we take applications starting in October, and parents tell us what's on their kids' wish list. We translate that onto an angel card that gives the child's first name, their age, and what that child's asking for. Those cards go all over. We have companies here that adopt them. We have people that adopt them. They go on trees at Walmarts, um, and people come and they adopt a child. They shop for that child. They bring it back. Then our job is to put all the children in one family together, and then on distribution day, the parents come. uh, They get a voucher for their family, and all those children have been put together, and they pick up all those toys. Uh, We give them stuffing stock stocking stuffers, and um, they're set for the holidays. I know another program that uh, the Salvation Army is uh, involved in is called Share the Season, and uh, with the Wichita Eagle, you, and Share the Seasons, uh, uh, tell us about that and how that works. It is Neighbor Helping Neighbor. It is for folks that don't usually qualify for assistance. They're working families or retired families, And they've had some kind of a crisis in the last six months. Oftentimes it's medical. Uh, Sometimes, you know, they've had a a house fire or an accident, whatever it is. Uh, And so they've they've acquired a, a new need that they didn't expect. And they just need a helping hand. And then they'll be fine. They're people that don't typically ever ask for assistance. And so we're there to provide that one-time assistance. And, it, again, it's neighbor helping neighbor. Uh, oftentimes, maybe it's a, a retired senior who needs a special medication and it's really expensive. We can pay for it for them. It may be somebody who needs a car repair so they can keep going to work. We can pay that for them. Uh, we've had uh, families that have just had trouble making really high utility bills, and we're able to catch them up, and then they're fine. So it, it's a wonderful program because it allows folks that are hardworking, that have you know really been on track, but just something happens. Somebody's off work for a couple of weeks, and they miss those couple of weeks' paycheck, and they 
just need that helping hand. Salvation Army is involved in, in a number of areas. We're going to try to cover a few of them, if, if not uh, everything we can this morning, if not all of them. But uh, I know that it, it, there are a number of programs. How many people overall do you think the Salvation Army touches uh, uh, during a given year? We're going to see well over 50,000 people in all of our programs over the course of a year. Uh, we have a shelter for families and single women. We have transitional housing. We have rapid rehousing. We have emergency assistance all year round. Uh, we have emergency disaster services. We have um, just many, many programs that are going on. Right. Uh, we have regular things that aren't crisis programs. We have women's ministries. We have men's fellowship. We have children's programs, things that you don't you know, think of as a crisis need, but it's just services to the community and hopefully a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, we have a summer camp out at Camp Hiawatha for children that, you know, need some place to go for the summer. It's, uh, I want to uh, ask you, interrupt you there for just a second. How, uh, when you talk about, when we're talking about uh, Salvation Army, of course, we are here at the holiday season, uh, and we are going to talk some more about the other programs, but how has this pandemic thing affected your ability to raise funds and offer help to people? The pandemic has made it more difficult as far as doing a special events, being able to hold a fundraiser. You know, a simple ice cream social is not going to fly when people can't come together. So we've not been able to do the kind of fun events that we might have really enjoyed. Um, there has been more government money for things like utilities and rent assistance. But when we accept government money, we have to um, pay support services on some of that. And so it actually costs our local unit to accept some of those funds that go straight to clients. So it's, we pay 10%. Um, so when we get maybe... Last year, we accepted $425,000, which went directly to client assistance. Every penny of it was paid in rents and utilities, but it cost us $42,000 to do that. You bet. So, that is, um, it costs money. When it, okay, I understand that. How about, uh, let's talk about some of your programs now. Uh, let's talk about re Restoring Hope. What is, what is that? Restoring Hope. That sounds good. It is, and it's exciting. It is. We just watch God do miracles with our clients over and over and over again. Um, for example, one of my uh, clients in our shelter had had seven other sheltering experiences, and she just didn't feel like there was any hope for her. She had never been successful. She had an alcohol problem, and she was never clean for more than... A couple of months was her longest time, and she did not believe that there was a future for her. I met her when she was sitting on a bench just crying, and we talked. 
Uh, we learned that she was not taking her meds for depression on a regular basis. She might take them on Monday and Friday, but skip the rest of the days, which is not helpful for that kind of medication because you have to take it regularly so it builds up. We were able to connect her with people that were able to sit down with her and explain how the medication works. And she started to take it on a regular basis, which made a huge change. Uh, we were able to connect her not only with um, individual counseling for her sobriety, but also getting her to go to AA groups and some more additional support services for that. Little by little, our caseworkers worked with her on how do you fill out an application online? How do you go to an interview? We got her some interview clothing, um, <clears throat> did mock interviews with her, and she got a job. First <laughs> time she'd had a job in a very long time. Wow. Uh, we worked with her on opening a bank account, how right. to manage a bank account, how to manage your bills. And she actually started to have money in that bank account. Um, she moved from the shelter into transitional housing. And so now she had a stable place that she knew she was going to have. Uh, and she started to really open up. And start, you just saw a personality change. And somehow she had three months sober and four months sober and light dawned that maybe she could do this. She started to gain friends and um, she was coming up on, on her six months in transitional housing and we started to work with her on getting permanent supportive housing and before Christmas she will be moving into permanent supportive housing with a full-time job. Oh, that's a success story and a, a really good one. Hey, you're listening to Issues 2021 on the Odyssey radio stations, and our guest is Major Nancy Powers, South Central, uh, South Central Area of Salvation Army. And I want to talk about some other programs that you're doing. You're talking about shelter. You provide shelter for... Well, who, who do you provide shelter for, Nancy? We do families, and we do single women. Okay. We have 28 beds here. Uh, it is just such an honor to be able to work with these folks and to see life changes with them. I want to ask you, that's a, we're, going to be, we're going to be in warm weather again soon. Tell us about the fan distribution program that gets hot and some people don't have a way to cool down. Tell us about that. You know, it's really a, a fun thing to do because you don't, Think about how a simple box fan can make a difference in somebody's life. But if you have an apartment that isn't air-conditioned and it's 95 degrees out, being able to move the air in a room can make a huge difference. And we're able to give them out 100% free to folks that just simply need them. They come in and ask, and we're able to hand them out. That's a great program. Your webpage says, uh, quote, you overcome poverty with Pathway. What does that mean? Pathway of Hope is one of the most ingenious programs that I have seen come along in a long way. You know, you look at many of the people in poverty, 
And if you look at their parents and their parents and their parents, they've all been in that that generational poverty pattern because they pass on that way of thinking and the things that keep them in poverty. They pass on um, poor nutrition. They pass on um, a way of spending money. They pass on not getting jobs. They don't encourage their kids to go to college. They don't encourage their kids to do well in school. And if you have poor nutrition, they're not developing their minds the way that they could. And these things just continue from generation to generation. And so what we do in Pathway of Hope is really get in with a family that wants to make a change. They have to want to be part of this. But then we will do an assessment with the family, and we can take a look at ways of interrupting that cycle. Mm. And if the family is willing, we can really help them turn around and break that cycle. Simple things. Looking at nutrition within the family. We can hook them up with nutritious food outlets. Sometimes it's just simple, like making sure they're signed up for what they're eligible for, WIC and food stamps. Sometimes it's making sure that they're using our food pantry and they're getting fresh produce and healthy things. Sometimes it's making sure they know what to do with those healthy things. You know, if I give you a bag of dried lentils, and you've never been exposed to them, what do you do with a bag of dried green peas? (laughs) You know, uh, so sometimes it's just learning how to cook them. Give them a pathway. Sometimes it's learning when you go to a grocery store, how do you use your food stamps wisely? Do you need the Libby can with the pretty picture and the pop top? (laughs) Or can you use the Kroger brand that's half as much okay. and you have to use a can opener? How about, we want to get, uh, keep going here. We're, we're running out of time, frankly. But uh, Oh, I'm t- so sorry. <laughs> Tell me about, uh, you know, just talk about Camp Hiawatha. I think you may have mentioned this earlier. Yeah, Camp Hiawatha Camp and R- Retreat Center, that's been around for a long time, hasn't it? It is beautiful, and it's right in the middle of the city. It is 44 acres of wood and um, gorgeous facilities. During the summer, we have a kids' camp out there, but all the rest of the year, people can rent it for, you know, a conference center. They can rent just a cabin and take their family out there. We have one of the nicest uh, swimming pools with all sorts of slides and all of those kind of fun things that you do. Um, And folks can go out there. Uh, We cater out of Camp Hiawatha. Really? I just like to go out and go for walks around the campus. It is absolutely a gorgeous center. It's one of the little-known treasures. Uh, And it's extremely affordable, if you're looking for a nice event, uh, different churches use it for uh, some of their meetings. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, if I'm going to interrupt you again, I'm going to ask you here about something that uh, I just thought of, because being, in, in the, uh, being a news person over the years, I know that uh, sometimes there's a house fire or something like that, and 
and people need some help, and they call the and the the dispatchers are calling the Salvation Army. What is it that you do specifically in, in a disaster like that? What kind of help does the Salvation Army give to a family, say they're hit by a, a, a devastating house fire? Well, first, if the fire is bad, we can take our canteen and help the firefighters and the police and the first responders right there with meals and um, hydration and whatnot. So we start at the very basic level. Uh, we can be there for the family with a place, you know, just as they're coming out of the house with blankets and anything that they need on the first emergency side. But then we are there. We work very closely with other places so that we fill in the gaps, but we can certainly help with clothing and uh, other household items that they need to set up. Just Friday, we had a family who came out and we did all the toys and whatnot for their Christmas program uh, that, because they had lost all of their Christmas items. So we are there to fill in the gaps that other programs aren't doing. Okay, now when you talk, uh, when we talk about uh, all the work that uh, you do and that needs to be done, uh, I understand, I'm going to just take a guess that you use volunteers and quite a few of them, right? We use hundreds of volunteers, probably maybe even thousands of volunteers throughout the year. Um, and we have a brand new program that's going to start in January this year that isn't on our website yet. And if you're nice, I'll let you be the one to tell the community about it. Okay. Well, tell us. You, you know there are 44 square miles of food deserts in Wichita. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that has been just a, a terrible concern that there are folks that are not able to eat healthy or have access really to any kind of healthy food. Now, there's a long-term solution needed, but there are people today that can't get good food. And so the Salvation Army is working with the Kansas Health Foundation and with the councilmen in District 1 and 3, and with some of the community centers in the Parks and Recreation Department, we are starting a mobile food pantry. And we are going to be going to four different locations within those food deserts. And one day a week, we will be in four different locations with healthy food. And we will be there to give it for free. And families will be able to get healthy food once a week for their families in those food deserts. Wow. That is and a, that, when's that start? We're hoping to have it up and running in January. Okay. Listen, uh, uh, you've given uh, some ideas. Of, I know people listening uh, uh, how to access Salvation Army if they need help. Also... Uh, if they want to volunteer or they want to donate uh, some money or time or whatever, uh, what's the best way to contact you to go to, to go to the web page? Is that best? Your easiest way is to go to the web page, which is salvationarmy-wichita.org. And, that will give and you-, you will find donate, volunteer, all the contacts are right there. All right. Hey, listen, I want you to... Uh, we're out of time. I want to thank you for spending some time with us. 
and uh, telling us about all the great things Salvation Army is doing here in South Central Kansas. And and uh, all of our best in the holiday season for you and your employees, your volunteers, all of our best, uh, best wishes for happy holidays. Thanks for being with us this morning. Our guest this morning is Major Nancy Powers, South Central Area Salvation Army. That's uh, the offices in Wichita. They serve uh, both Sedgwick and Butler counties. That's all for this edition of Issues 2021. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. I'm Steve McIntosh.